Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. I got a lot of kids. Many of you know them if you're part of the Redemption Church. And one of my sons is named Asher. And it comes from Hebrew word for happy or blessed. And Asher is one of also the tribes of Israel whose land allocation has come at last in the book of Joshua. The reason we chose the name Asher, aside from the fact that my wife thought that it's a really beautiful and rare name, uh, is also because I know I've got a sin nature and I know that my sons inherit that sin nature from me. And I know that when your dad's a pastor, you're kinda, you kind of live in a fishbowl and people ex expect you to somehow have been born without a sin nature. And then when you do mess up, you know, you're not shown as much grace as other kids are maybe in the church, perhaps, depending on the, the culture of that church. And so I wanted to build into his name something to use to counsel him. Uh, I wrote a song for my sons, and uh, every boy gets a verse, and the lyrics to Asher's verse are, uh, my son, now you're, uh, sorry, now, uh, my son, when you leave, you'll stand down all that's evil, then come back to see me. And so I've been singing this song over him since uh, he was born, and it's a reminder of what is to come. And it was on our hearts, too, you know, as he starts kindergarten and goes off to school, and now he started middle school. And uh, the reality is that, yeah, you're going to go out there, you're going to face the world. And then my, my hope, selfishly, as a father, is that when he's a grown man and he's his own man, he's fully independent, that he'll come back to see me. <laughs> And there's also something to it as well. I wanted these to be familiar words to him that kind of program discipleship in uh, to a mnemonic device. I do this with um, artwork in our house too. There are things written inside and behind pieces of art in our house that uh, my kids don't know about. All right, so here's, here's the passage in Joshua where uh, the tribe of Asher gets this plot of land. If you're watching this on allies.network, uh, they are the northwesternmost tribe. They are right on the coast of the Mediterranean Sea. And the city of Tyre um, is kind of in Asher's territory because the initial uh, prescribed northern border is, uh, is the, the Latani River. I think I'm saying that right. Let, let me know if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Forgive my, my ignorance. I've never been there. But this is, this is the tribe of Asher. Okay, in the previous devotions, we've seen allocations for Manasseh and Ephraim and Dan and Benjamin, Gad, Zebulun, and Issachar, and now here's Asher's allocation. Here's today's passage. The fifth lot came out for the tribe of Asher's descendants by their clans. Their boundary included Helkath, Halai, Biten, Achsaf, Alamalech, Ahmad, and Mishal, and reached westward to Carmel. That's where everybody was tattooing their bodies uh, for, for the dead. And Shihor Libneth. It turned eastward to Beth Dagon, right? That's one of the Philistine gods, that name Dagon. Reached Zebulun and Iftah El Valley, north uh, toward Beth Emek and Nile, and went north to Kabul. Ebron, Rehob, Hamon, and Cana as far as Greater Sidon. The boundary then turned to Ramah as far as the fortified city of Tyre. This is where in Ezekiel we have this, this clear duality in that uh, it's a prophecy about the king of Tyre, but also it gives us background on Lucifer himself. It turned back to Hosa and ended at the Mediterranean Sea, including Mahalab 
Achzib, Uma, Afek, and Rahab, 22 cities with their settlements. This was the inheritance of the tribe of Asher's descendants by their clans, these cities with their settlements. Uh, at this point in Joshua, these this this is the long-awaited blessing. This is this is not just a, a description of cities and borders and boundaries. It is a fulfillment of ancient promises beginning with Abraham and then awaited for generations and now at long last realized and experienced in full. Here's just kind of a quick flyover for Asher, um, not my son Asher, the tribe Asher. Uh, in Genesis 30, verse 13, Leah said, I am happy that the women call me happy. So she named him Asher. That, that's, that's where the name comes from. Uh, those of you who, who uh, if, you, if you're watching this and you're one of our dearly beloved um, members of Family Church near Orlando, you were there when the twins were born. Many of you held Aiden and you remember, you remember Asher. He was a preemie, so he ate like a champ. And he kept eating that way, even as he grew, you know, and so he had these really rotund, big cheeks. And you were like, yeah, that is Asher. All right. That baby is quite blessed. He went from being just uh, just a few pounds when he was born to having these big, adorable cheeks. They're still barely there, but he's looking more and more like a, a little man every day. So indeed, he is Asher. He is blessed. He is a happy. He's a happy kid. Deuteronomy 27 verse 15 begins this pronouncement of curses that the tribe of Asher gives and uh, and and there's this long there's this long list of them basically just imagine a whole bunch of really gross things okay like verse 21 the one who has sexual intercourse with any animal is cursed and all the people say amen so they're basically just going through the different permutations of of sexual perversion and they're pronouncing all of them, uh, all of them cursed, and it summed up that anyone who does not put the words of this law into practice is cursed. Um, you know, secretly killing your neighbor, sleeping with your mother-in-law, sleeping with one's sister. Um, you know, any uh, uh, bestiality is is condemned, like we saw the one who denies justice to a justice to a resident alien, a fatherless child, or a widow is is cursed the one who leads a blind person astray on the road is cursed who moves his name neighbor's boundary marker is cursed some of you guys are like amen in the new testament so don't dishonor your father and mother don't don't commit idolatry it's it's detestable to the lord this is something that the tribe of asher uh uh led the way in in, in pronouncing but according to Judges 1, 31-32, Asher failed to drive out the residents of Akko or of Sidon, Ahlab, Achzib, Helba, Afik, or Rehob. The Asherites lived among the Canaanites who were uh, living in the land because they failed to drive them out. So we can see these same names in Judges chapter 1, verse 32 that are in today's text in, in Joshua. You can see right there. There's Rahab, for example. These same uh, these same cities that that were within their their uh, prescribed allocation of land become problems in the book of Judges. So for a generation, they don't really finish the job. They don't really eradicate uh, the presence of the enemy that they were called to, and that becomes a problem for them. Uh, then in Judges five, when they're called upon for war, they don't really answer. Uh, you know, I, I think is this part of um, is this part of Deborah's song? I think. But, but there is, uh, there's also hope here, Second Chronicles 30, verse 11, but some from Asher, Manasseh, and Zebulun humbled themselves and came to Jerusalem. 
Here's that geographic perspective to see how long they came for a reinstatement of uh, the Passover meal. They're way up here, and they came all the way down here to Jerusalem. So they had to go a long way, and this was a this was a sign of humility. In Second Chronicles 30, verse 11, the tribe of Asher made the trek, humbled themselves, reconciled with some of their distant brothers, and and helped reinstate the Passover. We have a lot in common then with the tribe of Asher. And with my son, Asher, because we've all been born with a sin nature. And we're going to go out. Hopefully, we're going to stand down evil. We're going to always come home to the Lord. And uh, it doesn't matter how far we wander. We're never beyond the length of God's arm to be saved, to be redeemed, to be brought home. Here's a New Testament teaching on this concept. 1 Peter chapter uh, 1, verses 3 through 5. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. You've got something better than the tribe of Asher does here in, in uh, at this point in the book of Joshua. You have a piece of the promised land that lasts forever, that is undefiled, it's unfading, and there are no enemies there. You are being guarded by God's power through faith for a salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. And so my prayer for you, my friend, is that you likewise uh, would take hold of the inheritance that never spoils, that never perishes, that never fades. Though you may wonder and though you may not always come through, you would humble yourself and come back before the Lord. God is not done with the tribe of Asher, as we'll see next year in the book of Revelation. And God's not done with my son, Asher. I, I got more to say about that.